You're listening to Counter Talks, Canada's podcast for the equipment and event rental industry. Counter Talks is a presentation of Canadian Rental Service Magazine. Now here's your host, Patrick Flannery. Hi, I'm here with Bonnie Cable from AKR Consulting. How are you, Bonnie? I'm good, Pat. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for coming back. It's it's you know it's great how generous you've been with your time helping us out with this. Uh, I know uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's been unusual, hasn't it? It has. And, you know, thank you very much for having me. Um, we've been getting so many calls from companies that, you know, they want to hear the updates. So thank you for having me. Yeah, that's good. I I, I think we're, you know, I, I hope so. I think we're doing something uh, uh, good for everybody here in, uh, in, in trying to at least keep them abreast of what's going on. That's such a moving target and everything happens so fast. You, uh, you know, I, I could probably have you on every day, but uh, no, no exactly. one has time for that. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just wild. Well, we're, we're in the context today, Bonnie, of, uh, I don't know if you saw those uh, U.S. jobless uh, uh, unemployment numbers, uh, 6.6 million people filing for unemployment benefits in one week. That's 10 million this uh, in in March. Oh, that might have been over the, only the last three weeks. I think since the last unemployment report, it, it's it's historic. It's never been seen before, and uh, you know we're obviously on the brink of uh, you know some major upheaval, right? Yes, we are. It's disturbing. I, I I and I I I feel for the Americans because I, I you know while I don't I think it goes state by state, and I don't know you know exactly what all their what all their setup is uh, uh, everywhere. I, I get the feeling, uh, you know, just from hearing the interviews on TV that, uh, you know, a lot of them don't feel like they have many options if they're not working. Uh, and, uh, and I don't, I don't know how much support they always get. Anyways, if you're, if you're listening in the States, good luck. I hope, uh, <laughs> I, I hope that uh, uh, works out for, for everybody one way or another. Anyways, here we're probably going to see a, a similarly grim, unemployment situation. Um, but the government, I, I think, is doing um, something to try to uh, to stave that off or, or at least mitigate it, uh, dampen down the, the impact. It was uh, last week they so, announced that the uh, wage subsidy was, was going up to 75%. Why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about what that is? And so you had just mentioned those numbers, about 6 million declaring unemployment, mm-hmm. filing for unemployment in the U.S. We had a similar number um, the week of March 20th, where half a million people right. filed for unemployment. Right. And that was up from 25,000 the previous week. And mm. I think that that is what triggered the um, the announcement by the Trudeau government. And that was last Friday. Yeah, because so the, feeling, the feeling there was that EI wouldn't even be able to deal with that volume of, of claims, right? Uh, much less actually pay them out. Well, exactly. It's dealing with the the volume of claims and then getting a country back on their feet after all of this is said and done, mm-hmm. right? Right, exactly. So one of the, the alternatives then to to straight up EI was this um, uh, was was a wage subsidy that 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 goes to employers. Um, the initial number was pegged at ten uh, percent. That created some consternation because obviously that's not very much. And then uh, a couple of weeks later, I guess it was, or maybe not even that long, uh, they put it up to uh, to 75%, uh, and then immediate questions about that, and 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 they tried to clarify that there would be um, it was for businesses that 
saw a 30% reduction in their revenues. Why, why, why don't you tell us uh, all about that, Bonnie, and, and how people qualify? The wage subsidy that was announced last Friday from the Trudeau government was a 75% wage subsidy. Um, and to, to qualify, um, a business needs to experience a decrease in revenue of 30% in either, either um, March, April, or May. Okay. So the wage subsidy will cover 75% of uh, a gross T4 wage up to $847 per week. Okay. So if we, if we do the math, the wage subsidy will cover a person's gross earnings who is earning up to 58700 a year. Okay. So oh. if you earn 58700 per year, that works out to 1128.84 a week. And that takes 75% of that, you get $847. Yep. Okay. Got it. <clears throat> and that, now let's, and then, then, then the way that they're calculating whether you've lost this 30% is year on year versus whatever, I guess, you, were, you reported on your taxes last year. Do you know how they're doing it? There's a tremendous amount of trust with this particular program, and, and the Trudeau government has emphasized that. Like they don't, they're not going to be able to administer and, and check into every single company that's applying. So they, they've said that there will be uh, huge penalties mm -hmm. for companies that fraudulently apply for this. Okay. Um, but what they're what they're asking is they're they're saying that okay, well, if your sales have decreased in either March, April, or May, year over year. And you can show that. And I guess you're just going to print out your invoicing from March, April, and May of last year and compare it to this year. Hmm. That would be the only backup that you would have, hmm. I would imagine. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know one of the things, too, they were warning against was um, any of that money not making it back to the employee, the actual employee. That was another big warning yeah. that, that, that Morneau, I think, put out there. And yeah. for sure, you know, none of our none of our listeners would ever do something like that, Bonnie. <laughs> I want to I want to give a few other notes. It'll be in place for twelve weeks, and it's retroactive to March fifteenth of this year. Okay. And it ends June sixth, so it goes from March fifteenth, twenty twenty, to June sixth, twenty twenty. And in a, a couple of important notes, the wage subsidy will not be in place for three to six weeks. And what that's going to mean is companies will still need to meet payroll during that time period. So having the cash flow to cover it is going to be, you know, that's going to be a big issue for companies. Mm -hmm. And to get it, they're talking about a, a new, a special uh, Canada Revenue Agency online portal, right? Do you, do you know if that's active yet? Yes. No. And that's, that's what the delay is. So, you know, Morno during his uh, speech two days ago, he said that uh, they're working on that new portal. And it, and then that's what's going to take three to six weeks. Okay. And we have really no idea at this point how that's going to work. Uh, you know, presumably, you know, obviously you'd have to enter all your information and then there'd be some way to, uh, I don't know, upload supporting documentation of this 30% loss. I, I don't, I, you know, who knows how that would work or like you say, maybe it's mostly done on trust and it's just the threat of, you know, major punishment if they, if people find out later that you've, you've done the wrong thing. Absolutely. So it's going to take a while to get going. It's estimated to be a $71 billion program. One thing to note that's interesting is that the wage subsidy is taxable. So it'll need to be reported as income. 
Oh, see, that's really important, right? Because where's the catch? Usually, when we talk yeah. about government funding, businesses are always like, "What's the catch?" Well, that is the catch. Uh, okay. The government gets you to keep your employees. Well, nobody wants to let let go of employees. Let's face this, right? They don't want to do this. Their, their companies are faced with having to do this. Right. Right. But if you know, if the government is saying to you that you know, keep your employees, we'll look after seventy five percent. And by the way, that other twenty five percent, you know, the government's saying that while they expect you to be able to top up that other twenty five percent, you know, they're not they're not making that mandatory. They're just expecting you to do your best mm-hmm. to be able to pay that additional 25%. So let me see if I have this straight. So, okay. So, so the government is, is, is giving you the money to pay your employees and you, well, I guess, I guess if you made money in your business, you'd get taxed on that anyways. So I guess that's not, you know, that different, but it, it does seem a little bizarre that they're asking you to pay them back for money <laughs> yeah. that they're giving you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, anyways. Well, to be honest with you, that's how all government funding works, right? They'll give you the money, but you're you're still taxed on the money, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. So they've got to they've got to get it back somehow, and you know it's not just payroll taxes that are going on and and paying for this. Oh, I guess the other the other point I I saw somewhere today was that um, businesses that have not been in business uh, that weren't in business last year at this time. Um, new, newer businesses. There was some talk of an uh, of that the, they're looking at options. Yeah. So they, you know, while they gave some details, mm-hmm. um, there's nothing up on the CRA website as yet. So they're still trying to work out some of these little these little bugs. I mean, you'll need to have been on on payroll before, you know, March 15th, right? It can't be for, you know, mm-hmm. a new employee or or all of a sudden you know your payroll increases, right? Mm-hmm. They they're not expecting to see any of that. Um, but yes, these details will be forthcoming. Okay. Um, let's just take a quick run through. I'm on the, uh, the government website here with the big government announces details of the Canada emergency wage subsidy. It's, I've got a link to it on my coronavirus update today. And then after the, the nice quotes from uh, all the major ministers, there's a quick facts section here that kind of lists a lot of the things that, that, that are available. I'm going to get you maybe to, to talk briefly about, uh, about some of these. Um, all businesses, including self-employed individuals, can defer goods and services, uh, uh, GST, HST payments until June. Is that, I, I guess they just, they just don't even have to file something? Um, yeah, that's correct. So they're deferring. All, all tax payments have been deferred from the federal and provincial government. I believe with the um, federal government, they've been delayed till June. Everything has been delayed mm-hmm. uh, except payroll taxes. The government needs to pay for this or, or part of it somehow. So they need those payroll tax remittances still coming in. Okay. But HST, that has been, um, that's been deferred till I believe it's uh, June 30th, as have all provincial taxes. I can speak for Ontario. So all Ontario taxes, they've been deferred. So that would be employer health tax and also WSIB has yep. been deferred until September. And so have property taxes. Okay. They've been deferred. That really depends on on the city. So, in the city of Toronto, for instance, that is um, been delayed as of March 16th for 60 days. I live in Mississauga. Our businesses in Mississauga, taxes here have been delayed for 90 days. I think the easiest way for a business to find out if they are paying property taxes is 
look up who your city councilor is and email them. Okay. Yeah. And they'll yeah. get back to you. Yeah. You often recommend that you like going through the city councilor or the, or the MPPs and stuff to find these things out. Right. Yeah. I mean, some of these websites are so large now and very difficult to navigate and might not be readily there for you. Whereas if you happen to know who your city councilor is, a quick email and they'll get back to you quick enough. Yeah. They usually have a pretty strong interest, especially for business people in, uh, in, uh, in replying to that stuff. So yeah, good option. Um, what, what do you know about the Canada emergency business account? This is the $25 billion, uh, $25 billion for financial institutions that can provide interest-free loans. Okay, so that is supposed to be opening up. Um, what was announced by Trudeau was another $40,000 interest-free for the first year to small businesses. Yeah. And then I think for anything bigger than that, you would still need to be referred by your bank to either uh, BDC or EDC. And they're talking big loans of up to, up to a couple, couple of million dollars. Okay. So you can get larger loans through, through those organizations if you, I guess, meet their requirements? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. You need that referral, but yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, when I had met with BDC recently, they are definitely pushing funds and they're, they're open for business. So they're really there to help Canadians. Okay. Um, Pat, I also want to speak about two other funds for business that we skipped. Sure. I wanted to touch base on the, um, the wage subsidy for up to 10%. As we spoke about, the wage subsidy was up to 75% where they're seeing a sales decline of, of 30%. Right. Um, you're going to get some businesses that are actually doing extremely well during, during this, right? You know, mm -hmm. construction, you could have something, um, a big project you're working on that you got to get out right now, and yep. they're not going to qualify for that wage subsidy. What they do qualify for, however, is the 10% wage subsidy. So that's open to all other businesses. And the 10%, at least in its initial, when they, when they first talked about it, that was for qualifying small and medium-sized business. So I think it was, what, under, under 500 employees or something like that, right? Um, yes, and, and it had a limit of um, $15 million in revenue the previous year. Oh, okay. So, so that is scrapped. So now it's open to any business. There is a cap per employee, however, and it's... Um, $1,375 per employee, mm -hmm. and it's a maximum of 25000 per employer. Okay, but that and is this, still in it, place, and it is a, it's one or the other, right? You can, you can get the 75% if you have the 30% revenue decline, or you can use the 10% wage subsidy, correct? That's absolutely correct. Okay. Okay, yeah. so that's important to note. Yeah, and they both, they both cover about the same period. This covers a 13-week period as well. And this can be self-administered. So the way that you uh, take advantage of this is you deduct the subsidy from the tax portion of your payroll tax remittance. Okay. So, so your payroll taxes, when you're, when you're remitting them to the government, there's taxes taken from your employees. Most three taxes would be CPP, EI, and the employee tax. So you would make your calculation as to how much of a subsidy you qualify for, and you'd subtract that from your tax portion. Right. Okay. It, it, no matter how low income you are, they are the employees pretty much always having more than 10% taken off their checks. So it shouldn't be any problem uh, covering that with just the payroll remittance, right? You're right. But let's say there's instances where, like you're saying, there's an instance where 
the subsidy exceeds how much the tax payment is, right. you just take it off in the future. Okay. Right. You take it off in future payments. Just keep your backup for calculations. I spoke to one client who qualified for this and he'd already made his, his tax remittance. He's uh, filing on a weekly basis. And I said, well, you know, the fact that you've just missed a tax payment, you can just take the subsidy going forward. You can essentially, you can take the subsidy at any time, just as long as you have the backup. Okay. Yeah, you said you had a couple of things. Was there another one? Yeah, and then the program for the self-employed, the uh, Canada Emergency Response Benefit, and that would be for anyone who is self-employed. Okay. As long as they've earned $5,000 uh, last year in 2019, they'd be entitled to the benefit, which is a flat fee of $2,000 a month for the next four months. And that's self-employed only? Self-employed only. They need to go to just my CRA. They need to go to the CRA website and it, they just, it's a walkthrough and they just simply apply for it. Another thing that's on their website here, uh, small and medium sized enterprise loan and guarantee program that will enable up to $40 billion in lending. Oh, this is the, uh, this is the EDC. BDC. Uh, yeah. BDC yeah. Uh, uh, effort. So we've got that is out there. Um, work sharing. What, what is, what is that and how does it work? Work sharing is where an employer will wants to keep the employee for a couple of days a week and then and then they that's all they have work for. So what they would do is they put them on work share. So in a scenario like this where you you don't have you don't have work for your employees, but maybe you have enough for two days mm -hmm. a week going through this pandemic, your employee needs to get money from someplace for the next three days. So you could apply for EI through the work sharing program for those three days that you're not able to keep your employee gainfully employed. Now, I would bring up work sharing. I'd say, yeah, work sharing is a great option. However, the amount of money that the company is going to get from the wage subsidy, the 75% wage subsidy, far exceeds the work sharing program. Right. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. you'd have to have your employee less than one day a week. So one day a week, they're earning 20% of what they would be earning. There's such a small difference in pay, you know, pay them that other $50 or whatever and, and keep them on payroll. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. That right. makes sense. Okay. That's well, that's all that's on my notes here, Bonnie. Anything else we wanted to touch on? No, I, I think that that's everything. Just that there's tax deferrals for everything except uh, payroll taxes, because that's what's helping pay for all of these relief efforts. And I think there's something here for everyone. Okay, so let's just do this quickly. If you want the wage subsidy, we have to wait for this portal that'll be on the Canada Revenue Agency website. We have to wait for this portal to be launched, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, okay, deferring taxes is obviously, you just don't file them. If you want to take advantage of uh, EDC, BDC, loan guarantees and programs, you would go through your regular private bank, right, to get to that? Yes, and get a referral. And get a referral to them. Okay, so you need that referral from your own bank. Don't bother trying to go to EDC, BDC directly. Yeah, income taxes is just a deferral. What about that other, there was another. That the $40,000 is from yeah, the, the bank? 40, yeah, the $40,000. Is that your bank again? That's your bank again. That's your bank again. And if you're looking to get the uh, CERP, the uh, $2,000 for uh 
self-employed people, how, where do you go to get that? That would be your My CRA account. I think most people, they log on to their My CRA account, okay. um, probably for your personal taxes, right? The government's been trying to encourage everybody to get online. And if you've got access to that, then you'll be able to access the um, Canada Emergency Response Benefit online. Great. Great. And they'd have a lot more luck getting people to go online if their website wasn't so hellish, which every year at tax time, I, I struggle with that thing. Oh, man, it is the worst. Well, they, they have this weird authentication system. Like, I, I realize they're trying to be super secure because it's, you know, your taxes, et cetera. You know, they want a, this different password and then all the other, other numbers and all this stuff that you don't have to do anywhere else. Anyways. That's my rant about the CRA website. Uh, oh, you're right. I, I've, I've even been in situations where I had to stop everything and wait for them to mail me something because this was the only way they would give me, they could give me a new password or something like that. I had to wait for snail mail to bring me a piece of paper with what they <laughs> wanted written up. It was probably my fault. I, I'm not an accountant, that's for sure. So, Bonnie, uh, this has been really helpful again. Uh, thank you so much. I'm sure there'll I'm sure there'll be ten new things next week. Uh, so uh, I'm going to keep you uh, on speed dial here, and uh, and if we uh, if we have more to talk about, will you come back and join me? Oh, absolutely, Pat. Just happy to get this information uh, out to people because they really need it, and they're they're really in need of answers. Tell the good people how to get a hold of you again, Bonnie. They can reach me at Bonnie, B-O-N-N-Y, at akrconsulting.com, or you can reach me at 905-678-6368. And that website is? akrconsulting.com. Bonnie, I want to thank you a lot for joining me here today. Uh, We will talk again soon. Everybody, uh, stay safe out there. Thanks for joining us for Counter Talks. You can find CounterTalks episodes online at CanadianRentalService.com or on the major podcasting services. CounterTalks is a presentation of Canadian Rental Service Magazine.